we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for April 15th, 2019. And we're going to continue with a little more information from Dr. Big Tree. Shocking MMR vaccine trial results released. Gastrointestinal and upper respiratory illness reported. So you heard him talk about this in last study. Now he's going to break it down a lot further. So you realize just one aspect of how dangerous this vaccine actually is. And probably is the very reason they want to inject it into everyone. I want to show you what we discovered when the FDA sent us the trials of the MMR vaccine. Let's take a look at this on the board back here. So first of all, you'll always hear from... This is all documented, everything that he's going over now. This is table 10 of the clinical compliant reported among children who received the combined um, measles, mumps, rubella, MMR uh, virus vaccine. Because they leave the virus part out there, but it's, you know, it's partially attenuated or partially killed viruses from these things. And this is how they supposedly conferring immunity. So this is what he's going over. Now, you can watch the video. I'll try to, I'll try to convey some of the information that might not come across with just an audio. The pharmaceutical industry and the medical establishment that, you know, well, that study that showed that the vaccine causes autism or that study that showed that vaccines lead to autoimmune diseases, it was too small a study. I mean, it just wasn't a well-powered study. For instance, the Mawson study out of Mississippi in 2017 that compared vaccinated to unvaccinated children in the homeschool community. That had 640 kids in that study. And what they found was those who were vaccinated had four times the rate of autism, five times the rate of neurological disorder, 30 times the rate of, of allergic rhinitis, and I think three times the rate of anaphylactic food allergies. The list went on and on. But they... Uh, so allergic rhinitis would be considered like a lot, with a lot of people environmental allergies, product I use by Box called Histoplex AB. I've never seen a better product for that. Any kind of environmental allergic... Uh, allergy case that's what i give or the food allergies you just do plain histoplex biotics and that's for any kind of food allergy and i've gotten tremendous results with those products just so you know these are just things that you can do that even if you have these things you know you can overcome them with the right you know clinical nutritional supplementation or and or sometimes it's just lifestyle changes well there weren't enough kids in that study well, we all know that that's a pilot study. So now that we have seen a signal from this small study, why don't you do a bigger study? But you want to talk about the, the hypocrisy. This measles vaccine, the new measles vaccine, only had just over 800 total kids in eight different studies. All eight studies put together, there was only just over 800 kids that were going to decide the fate of all of our children worldwide and the safety of the MMR vaccine. Now, we believe that there's really only three of these studies you can count on because they're the only ones that compared MMR to a different vaccine. For instance, rubella by itself or measles by itself. If you're going to compare one MMR to another MMR, then all you're comparing are the differences in those two vaccines, not the vaccine itself. So let's look at these first three studies that are going to compare the MMR, in this case, to the measles rubella vaccine or just the rubella vaccine. Get ready for this, folks. This is breaking. And for those out there that say Dell is sharing misinformation, this misinformation comes straight from the Food and Drug Administration to you. The only thing we've added, just so I can be perfectly honest, is just this right here so I have a note to myself which study I'm looking at as I look on this screen. The rest of this is printed by the FDA itself. These are the actual trials that approve the MMR vaccine. Here's the first thing I want you to look at based on the stage that I've laid. Gastrointestinal illness is the complaint of the autism community. Somehow these two are connected. Well, guess what? They looked at that in the MMR2 trials in 1978. This is the first of the studies. 199 children in this study. Is that a joke? Is that some kind of joke? 199 children in a study? For, to, for a vaccine that's going to be given to millions, hundreds of millions of children around the world? No, it's not. 199 children. Now look at this. Of those 199 children, gastrointestinal illness. They looked at it. They had a category. 
And here's what they found. Gastrointestinal illness over the course of 42 days, by the way. I've told you that drugs are going through safety studies for five years, 10 years. I've told you there's not a saline group in here. They never compare this vaccine to a saline group to really have a true control group, which is the only, that's the gold standard of safety testing. We've already said they've never done that. This is proof again, but they don't even go, they don't go five years on the study. They don't go five months. They don't go five, what are they, five weeks? Six weeks, 42 days. That's the maximum amount any of these studies go through. <laughs> and here's what we found. These aren't safety studies, in other words. They're, they're a joke. We compared the MMR. Gastrointestinal illness. 22 children in this study had a gastrointestinal illness out of 199. That's 10%. Not one in a million, 10% got a gastrointestinal illness. Yeah. Look at this And list. that's only after, like they said, like five weeks. Who knows what it would actually be long term. Upper respiratory illness. How many times are we being told, well, even if the vaccine doesn't work, it helps with upper respiratory health? Really? Because this vaccine looks like it caused 23 cases of upper respiratory illness out of 199 children. 10%, 10% get a gastrointestinal illness, good for you, you're so lucky, you're welcome. And another 10% get an upper, upper respiratory illness. Okay, let's look at the next study. Here's number two in the three they chose. Now this time they have a whopping 102 total children in this very important study. Now look at this, upper respiratory illness, 64. Wow. 64 out of 102 children, more than half, moving towards two-thirds. And look at this. This is interesting, too. They break it down by the amount of days, right? Look at these numbers. If you added all these numbers, it's a lot more than 64. So what we're seeing is some of these So you go back to the doctor to get your, uh, your upper respiratory illness treated all by design. This is all creating repeat business, reoccurring revenue, and patients for life are sick for all 42 days. That's the only way these numbers stay at 64. Wow. So these are really sick kids. Gastrointestinal oh. illness, the heart and problem of autism. Look at in this group, 43. 43 children had a gastrointestinal illness within 42 days out of 102 children. I can't make this up. Does someone want to tell me what I'm missing here? And if you think somehow I'm overstating it, they'll say, Dell's a journalist. He doesn't understand how to read a graph. Oh, he's a journalist? Okay. All right. Um, I, was, I thought he was a doctor, but... He doesn't understand how to read these things, so let's just read it in their own words, shall we? This is what they wrote in their report. Upper respiratory and gastrointestinal infections were reported in about 55% and 40% of vaccinees, respectively. Wow. This is the misinformation they don't want you to hear. We yes. approved a- and it's, and it's from them. I mean, he's just documenting this. This is from them. But they want to keep you in the dark about all of this. Th all of this information so that you never find out about it. Terrific vaccine that's being given to our children. Nearly more than half are having gastrointestinal illnesses. More than half are having respiratory illnesses. But we are upset that Orthodox Jews believe that actually having good, clean water and good food and taking care of your body makes you healthy, not injecting this crap. And they're the crazy ones. Would you do this? Would you in fact inject this in your children if you'd have known this? I don't know. Let's look at the next study. All right, now MMR versus rubella or measles or mumps, okay? A whopping 41 children in this study. And look at this, upper respiratory illness, Wow. 28 of 41. Man. Gastrointestinal illness, 24 of 41. I don't know what to say. I don't know what you say about this. I don't know how this vaccine ever got approved. I don't know how we're quarantining people. I don't know how no one in media is covering this. They want to keep repeating this slogan from the science industry, from the pharmaceutical industry, saying that vaccines are safe and effective. No one ever gets sick. No one ever gets injured by it. Really? That's interesting because your own trials say otherwise. Yeah. Now let's look at the ridiculous... It's much more the norm to be injured and adversely affected then it is not the norm to just have all of your vaccines and live this wonderful productive life with no health consequences at all studies they go on to do this is an mmr versus an mmr study as though we can get anything from that information but once again 
where we look at it, upper respiratory, 53 out of 117 kids. I mean, do you see the commonality? It's not, there wasn't an anomaly. No. This didn't somehow just happen. This thing repeatedly kept making children really sick. Yep. Gastrointestinal illness, 31. Let's see the next one. The next one's got the rash. MMR, MMR versus MMR versus MMR. Basically, they just kept looking at different lots, seeing which one of these was more problematic oh, than the next. Okay. And once again, upper respiratory, 8 out of 20 children. Gastrointestinal, 4 out of 20 children. Next. <laughs> now we have 53 kids. Same thing, upper respiratory, 25. I mean, I could do this all day, but I want you to look at something else that's been going on if you didn't notice it. Measles like rash. Six out of 53 kids got the measles from the vaccine. They say that never happens. You never get the measles from the vaccine. But what do you think a measles like rash is? Or how about a, uh, where's the other one? Nonspecific rash, 15. By the way, what is one of the common things happening in all of our children? What autoimmune diseases are they suffering from? Huge rates of eczema, psoriasis, Humira. Do you have plaque psoriasis? Do you have a rash yep. all over your exactly. body? Yep. Well, guess what? We have a drug that's going to kill your immune system so that you don't have a rash. Right. Why did your immune system blow out of control? Because we gave you 72 vaccines. Yep. And your autoimmune system went haywire and crazy. And you got eczema, you got all these autoimmune reactions, you got psoriasis, psoriasis, and that's the deal. Now I've got, if, you, if you've got that, email me at the contact page and I've got files specifically on psoriasis and eczema, what you can naturally do about them. But like I've told a lot of times, almost all cases like this um, are liver cases. Any kind of skin case typically relates back to the liver. And then there's also other things that, that need to be done specifically with those as well. But uh, very, very many, much of the time, though, it's the vaccines that are causing all of this. It's all by design. It's all on purpose, by design. That's the way they want it. Okay, so let's go down this rabbit hole even further. New York City Mayor de Blasio declares U.S. government now owns your body. The latest insanity involving medical fascism and government tyranny is found in New York City, where Mayor de Blasio has declared the government owns your body now. According to de Blasio, the government can force you to be injected with anything that's falsely labeled as a vaccine, including radioactive chemicals, aborted human fetal cells, toxic industrial waste, deadly pathogens, or anything they can even imagine. You have no right to say no. You are a slave to the medical police state. This is the latest attempt by authorities in New York to obliterate human rights and roll out a medical dictatorship where citizens have zero rights to defend their own bodies against risky medical interventions that are demanded at gunpoint, which is where it's all going, okay, if, if, we, if we let it. PJ Media, which has emerged as one of the best independent media websites covering liberty and individual rights, has published an especially noteworthy article on this issue, authored by Megan Fox. The story is entitled, Mayor de Blasio's mandatory measles vaccination order faces legal challenges we were publishing it here with full credit to the original author in pj media um and then a little excerpt from that says of this uh, report here in an unusual and extreme move new york mayor bill de blasio declared a state of emergency over a measles outbreak in the orthodox jewish community and is demanding forced vaccinations of everyone within four zip codes of the affected areas violators face up to a thousand dollars i heard it was a thousand dollars a day now maybe that's not true but i heard it could be a thousand dollars a day this includes babies six months of six months of age even though the mmr is not recommended for anyone under 12 months of age but they don't care they they're, they want that baby mmr'd uh as quickly as possible the Children's Health Defense will be filing a legal challenge to this order. Well, praise God, which comes on the heels of the New York Supreme Court ruling that struck down the Rockland County ban. Now, that's what I recorded, reported on last week, and that was struck down on unvaccinated children in public places. Some have asked how de Blasio, but they're, trust me, they're reloading on that other one, on the Rockland one as well. They're trying, they're coming at it from a different angle. Some have asked how de Blasio is planning to determine who or who isn't vaccinated to enforce this order. According to the mayor, they will be using disease detectives, de Blasio explained. It parallels what 
a police detective does. If someone has symptoms, they will literally interview them to figure out everywhere they've been, everywhere they might come in, everyone they might come in contact with. Then they reach out to the whole network to make sure people are vaccinated. Yeah. So now they've got their little Stasi uh, disease Nazi brown shirt detectives that are going to go out and spy and figure out who's maybe exhibiting symptoms and who they've been around and who they've been exposed to and who isn't vaccinated so that they can bring their enforcement in. It's unclear whether uh, make sure people are vaccinated means hold them down and inject them against their will. Well, why not? Why not just go full bore? Because I think that would get people's attention more if they actually started doing it at gunpoint and, and, you know, force vaccinated or don't force vaccinate, but give them the option of a bullet in the head or vaccination. Why not do that in the streets? Now, I don't want anybody to get killed. I'm just saying, you know, why not just go for it? If they're going to do this, let's do it all the way. Let's really let the tyranny be out in the open so everybody can see it, you know? Okay, so now we're going to actually take a look at this a little bit. This just broke, uh, I think, today. Nazi Germany rebranded. New York City sends disease detective narcs into Jewish neighborhoods looking for the unvaccinated. Attorneys prepare lawsuits. A day after New York City Bill de Blasio declared state of emergency over measles outbreak in Jewish communities in Brooklyn and ordered forced vaccinations of everyone not yet vaccinated with the MMR, the Washington Post is reporting that the health department has sent disease detectives into the community to force compliance. And again, you have to wonder, when is this going to come to your neighborhood? When are you going to get the knock on the door where, you know, they won't go away? Then it's, it will get real, real, real quick if that, when that happens, because this is what they're going to try to implement everywhere if there's not massive pushback. On Wednesday, the city sent 15 to 20 disease detectives into the community, some with Yiddish interpreters. A day, oh, so they got their own interpreters too, great. A day after Mayor Bill de Blasio vows to quash the outbreak. You know, th- here's, here's a reprobate that I'm sure just, loves to sacrifice small children and drink their blood, but he cares so much about you that you're vaccinated. And this is the irony of all of this. These are literal Satanists. These are Luciferians that are doing this, that want to see you dead, but yet they're feigning like they care so much, you know, and that's why. So um, he vows to quash the outbreak with $1,000 fines and misdemeanor charges for anyone in certain areas who refuse to be immunized. I, I, I pray every one of them would resist this with every bit of might they have in them. Uh, the workers wearing blue health department jackets. Oh, good. They've got their own little uniforms too. conduct interview. I wish they need to go with armed police. Don't you think like a SWAT team should follow them around everywhere? Jackboot thugs with machine guns i think that would be appropriate and battering rams for the front doors well hey they did it to that arizona family that that you know their kid had uh their unvaccinated child had a fever and they took all the kids away i don't know if they've ever got them back i just reported on that recently bash the front door in because they're like the kid's fine okay the fever's gone no we don't believe you we're the ss stormtroopers kick in the front door they go in guns drawn i mean i'm telling you they're ready to kill saw the footage they were locked and loaded if anybody would have done anything you know they would have all died but as long as they kill everybody and they've 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 made sure that the child didn't have a fever or whatever that's all that really matters you know that's all that matters so again this is not my imagination they're doing this right now and it's getting worse unfortunately by the day so um yeah they were wearing blue health jackets conducted interviews in the homes of people who may have been exposed to the dangerous, highly contagious virus, and check the immunization records of all those that they have made have come in contact with. Again, where this is all heading is show me your vaccination papers. And you will not be able, if they, if they let this go, you won't be able to travel without them. You won't be able to go into public places. You won't be able to, you know, fly on planes. You won't be able to drive a car. You won't be able to get a license. And that's just the least of it because, you know, they're talking about fines and imprisonment and these types of things all over the the most, you know, this satanic issue where they're literally trying to kill us with these things. I mean, you know, it seems fair to me. I don't know. Others poured over records for the same information at a federally funded health clinic in the heart of the community. 
There are, there are 1,800 unvaccinated yeshiva or Orthodox Jewish students with religious exemptions. Yeah, because they're smart. In the four zip codes targeted by the city, spokesman Marcy Miranda said. John Marshall, the chairman of emergency medicine in Maimonides Medical Center, is reportedly threatened to call the police on parents who refuse to vaccinate their children. Again, vaccination by SWAT team. I just want them to put the, the, the footage out. I want this to be really real to people. I hope there's people recording the footage of them battering, ramming the door in, and, you know, basically vaccinating at gunpoint. Because this is where we're at right now. Uh, so they're threatening to call the police on parents who refuse to send their feverish child to the hospital in an ambulance or for fear the authorities would learn all their children were unvaccinated. Oh, Yes, that's that's the the greatest crime, you know, against humanity, the the unvaccinated. Well, if you're vaccinated, why are you worrying about me? You're already vaccinated. You're already protected. That doesn't matter. You we need to force you into compliance. Take this satanic vaccine and love it. Defile your DNA with it. We want to bring the biggest curse we can on you with this with this one cultured off two different aborted babies. Because Satan loves it. That's their agenda. And to get rid of all the old inventory they have evidently got rid of because the patent expired. So that's why this health crisis is being created, most likely, more than anything, just from the money. And the other things I mentioned. The mayor of the health department are assuming that they, that by declaring a state of emergency over the recent measles outbreaks, that they have the legal authority to suspend certain laws in place protecting the rights of residents of New York City to opt out of vaccines due to religious beliefs. So in other words, you don't have any more right to opt out of vaccines due to religious beliefs. And it's over this stinking little non-threat at all of of people getting measles. That's what this is all over. And also HIPAA privacy laws, which would prevent them from pulling up medical records of children to see if they've been vaccinated or not. No, no, you have no more privacy either. All of your, all of any HIPAA privacy laws done away with. Any religious belief, there's no more religious exemptions there. None of that applies to you anymore because we say so. Satan says so, so you do it. I mean, you know, this don't get you fired up, your wood's wet. In the meantime, attorneys are saying that they will file a lawsuit challenging the emergency order by Friday. Well, I hope they bring every single legal remedy against this as humanly possible. Attorney Michael Sussman, who you should also add to your prayer list, who successfully represented parents in the Rockland County, New York, last week. Well, he must be pretty good because he got that overturned quick, although they're, again, trying to take a different tact on it, uh, and convinced the state Supreme Court to overturn the county's ban on unvaccinated children is one of the attorneys planning to file a lawsuit in New York City. Yeah, well, God bless him and his righteous efforts. Much like the emergency order issued in Rockland County by the county supervisor, Ed Day, Sussman stated that Mayor de Blasio's emergency role is an overreach of authority. In Sussman's successful lawsuit against Rockland County, New York Supreme Court Judge Rolf Thorson ruled that 166 cases cited by the county since the measles outbreak began last October did not rise to the level of an epidemic or constitute a disaster. It wouldn't matter if half the country was infected with measles by natural means, okay, which would never happen because if you just get it naturally, it's only going to happen to a certain segment of children and they're going to be over it in, you know, a very short period of time and then they're going to have lifetime immunity. And, they're, and their immune system is going to be stronger and their microbiome is going to be stronger as a result of it. They can't have any of that. No. I mean, this, this is absolute, total, red-level, satanic insanity, what we're dealing with here. I've never seen anything like this in, in all my years of in this ministry. And I, I'm saying that about every week now because it's just getting worse and worse. There have been no deaths in the United States due to the measles since a single case was reported in 2015. An adult woman 
probably as a result of the, you know, MMR. Of course, who knows, again, how many have actually been killed from the MMR. But they're going to suppress all that. And none during the prior 10 years before that. So what they're openly admitting to is one person has died from measles in the last 15 years. And they're making this unbelievable stink over one person dying. Meanwhile, we've got like, you know, the heroin epidemic where they're literally flying in the heroin from Afghanistan on C-40s to create like the Oxycontin and the heroin and, and all of the other opiate-based things that they're doing to kill off the population. That's fine, though. That's all well and good. All the other different ways are trying to kill us off, the chemtrails and now the 5G and the GMO foods and the glyphosate sprayed on all the stuff, all the pesticides and all the other, uh, the fluoride and the chlorine in the water and all the other myriad of different ways they're trying to kill us in the food supply. Uh, you know, that, that's not even noteworthy. No, let's, let's, Let's focus in on this one little thing that's not killing anybody percentage-wise. And let's turn it into the biggest, and this is how brainwashed the masses are, that they're falling for this. Because you know, I don't see people marching in the streets of New York City. I don't see there being mass protests against, there needs to be mass protests against this. Uh, author, another New York attorney who was reportedly filing a lawsuit against the city is attorney Robert J. Krakow. Krakow represents clients that have been injured by vaccines. He also believes the city has overstepped its powers. All of this is cited in reference to what I'm talking about here. All the links are in the PDF for this teaching. Attorney Krakow is one of the few attorneys in, in the United States that represents victims who have been injured or had family members killed by vaccines before the U.S. And again, God bless him in his righteous effort that members that have been killed by vaccines before the U.S. vaccine court. Pharmaceutical companies who manufacture vaccines cannot be sued for damages in the USA. Imagine that. The land of the free, the home of the brave. They've been, they have legal immunity due to the 1986 National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act, which protects all these satanic devil medical pharmaceutical cartel companies that are literally here to kill you and your children. The measles vaccine, the MMR, is one of the vaccines attorney Krakow has litigated against for vaccine injuries. Another law firm representing vac vaccine victims in the U.S. vaccine court, Magilio Christopher and Toll, negotiated a $101 million settlement last year, July of 2018, for just one infant who suffered from encephalopathy due to the MMR vaccine. That's just one of the myriad of side effects of it, you know. One person killed from measles in the last 15 years. And thousands and thousands, probably millions of people, both adults and children, teenagers, all suffering from getting their MMR, whatever stage of life they got it from. And there's not, there's not one word about that in the press. Nothing there. Nothing. No. So, um, yeah. That's what we're dealing with here. Here's a um, possible fines for unvaccinated people found in public in Rockland County could approach $2,000. Now, I believe this is the workaround they're doing in Rockland County. Okay, so again, more massive technical difficulties. Um, yeah, uh, I've already done this. I just did this whole audio. I'm having to re-record it again. So I love when that happens. Um, this is executive day. Possible fines for unvaccinated people in public. Rockland County could approach 2000. And this is the wonderful Mr. County Executive Ed Day. Talking in the sand, about. in the face of reality. And hear me now, we will not. You could hear the frustration in the county executive's voice. Friday, Judge Rolf Thorson put Day's emergency order barring unvaccinated minors from public places on hold and allowed unvaccinated children at Green Meadow Waldorf School to return to class. While the county... Because of that attorney that I told you about earlier, he went in and, and um, was able to at least put this on hold. But they're fighting back every way they can because they are trying to ultimately bring, you know, about forced vaccination to the masses.
appeals, it is working on new restrictions. Any unvaccinated person who is exposed to measles must stay home for 21 days or face a possible fine. And again, how do you determine that? How do you know you could have passed somebody in a grocery store and been exposed? That doesn't matter. All they care about is imposing their will on people. This can be up to $2,000. So if a neighbor sees you go out and makes a phone call, and we find this to be true, that's what's going to happen. So guaranteed there'll be an incentive program for the neighbor to get a kickback when they report you. You'll get fined two grand, and the neighbor will probably get a, a, you know, a portion of that to be a good little Nazi brown shirt. And this is what they want to turn all of society into, a bunch of narcs that just spy on one another. It's this George Orwellian 1984 Brave New World that they want to bring us into. The ultra-Orthodox community is the center of this outbreak. An anonymously published magazine distributed in Jewish neighborhoods has raised fears the measles vaccine may be dangerous. Beyond the Orthodox community, so-called anti-vaxxers have protested. Their distrust of vaccine science is profound. Everyone got onto this planet sans vaccines. So I have a big problem with injecting anyone with the MMR vaccine that is currently in a lawsuit. What is going on with the um, misinformation, as I called the other day, junk science, from the anti-vaxxers and those groups is unacceptable. And, they, and all of their science proves that vaccines are deadly. Okay, we showed you, or you heard Dr. Bill, Big Tree's presentation in the previous study. They're deadly, okay? That's fine. Their own research proves it, that they're deadly. And they cause a host and myriad of, myriad of diseases and horrific health consequences for a lifetime. And that's just one vaccine. That's just MMR. We don't even know what the spiritual components are. We don't know if there's, there's, um, uh, well, I mean, when you culture it off an aborted baby, it can't be good. We don't know if there's microchips in these. Okay. So, but she's saying all we have to rely on is junk science when their own research totally confirms how wicked and evil they are. But she has the audacity to get up there like she's, you know, Satan's little helper and tell the unwashed masses what they better do and who they better believe. It's not something that people should hang their hat on. The health department is still working on the new restrictions for unvaccinated people. There is some progress to report. The number of private schools with large numbers of unvaccinated children has dropped from 66 to 17. Oh, well, then the, what they're doing is, is their satanic agenda to get everybody forced vaccinated is working because all of the pressure, the coercion, the threat of fines, imprisonment, the, um, you know, all of that is working. And this is what, why they, why they're doing this to make sure that everybody is fully compliant. And then they're going to, again, like Dr. or Del Big Tree was talking about, they're going to want to force, they're going to want to vaccinate everyone every single year so that the pharmaceutical companies can bring up their profits to the trillions. Okay. So then we have this. This just broke this week. Crusade against anti-vaxxers. Russian health ministry and consumers' rights watchdog lead the charge. Public enemy number one is the global rise of the anti-vaxxers lobby. So this satanic report reads, Russia is witnessing an anti-vaccination propaganda wave of alarming proportions. And it poses a serious public health threat. No, the vaccines pose the serious public health threat. The health ministry has warned as it put forward a bill that would ban public calls against vaccines. I'm assuming that means that anyone that would speak out against vaccines is banned. So you go to the gulag, you know, you're, 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 you're carted off to Siberia to be in one of their re-education camps where you'll be disappeared. The sheer number and variety of anti-vaccine websites, social media groups, and religious sects, and even some media have become a conduit to unreliable information that undermines the public trust in vaccines, vaccination, public trust, yeah, and thus renders the preventative immunization measures ineffective, said the Def deputy health minister in a statement. The scale of the problem has now prompted Russian health authorities to draft a bill that would ban any public calls on people to avoid vaccinations. I mean, hopefully it's at least 30 days in the electric chair, uh, bare minimum. I mean, I think that's only fair. An excerpt, of this legislation. The draft legislation envisages punishment for those violating the ban. 
Although the nature of the punitive measures is yet unknown, the minister, hopefully torture, I mean, you know, like I said, electric chair and torture, I think it's fair. I don't know about you guys, but the ministry's initiative has already received support from the Russian consumer watchdog, which has also expressed its concerns about the ri the global rise of the anti-vaxxers lobby, because there's nothing worse on the planet than that, obviously. My listener, Robert, commented on this and it said if it were to come to where the only option was to take refuge from mandatory vaccination in some underdeveloped country they would have their mercenaries which we're already seeing this because what do we have the vaccine detectives now he he sent this to me a few days before i even saw the report on the vaccine detectives but if we were to take refuge of mandatory vaccination in some underdeveloped country they would then have their mercenaries hunt us down as vectors of disease knowing that they will at the same time be taking people out who oppose the globalist tyranny, political correctness, chemtrails, 5G, and et cetera, and all the other ways they're killing us off. You know? Don't you love the hypocrisy? Makes me feel warm and fuzzy all over. Here's another one. Medical tyranny. If you question vaccines in Australia, you could be thrown in prison for 10 years. Now, you have to understand, I wasn't reporting on this last year. This is all coming to pass in like the last two weeks. It's gotten this bad already. Yes, I've warned you about these things, but it's never been like where it's in our face like it is now, where it's real. Where they've got brown shirts roaming the streets to see if you're vaccinated and spying on you and looking at your health records, avoiding all HIPAA privacy laws. That's done away with no more religious exemptions. It's never been more real than it is now. Freedom of speech has taken another major hit down under as the government authorities in Australia recently decreed that any medical professional who dares to express skepticism about the safety or effectiveness of vaccines will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. So, I mean, this is total insanity, including a potential prison sentence of up to 10 years. So you do what I'm doing. You go, to, you go to jail for 10 years and they probably, you probably forfeit all your, your assets and everything else, you know. Hopefully you're in solitary confinement for those 10 years as well because you really need to be taught what's right and what's wrong. Nurses and midwives who try to explain to pregnant women that some vaccines contain neurotoxic mercury, which is known as thimerosal, for instance, or that aborted human fetal tissue is often used to manufacture vaccines, will now face the ire of Australia's medical stasi police state which insists that all vaccines are 100 percent safe and effective the australian government has also set up a snitch program for medical offenders to be reported by their friends colleagues or others who suspect they might be in violation of this new nuremberg speech code like some kind of deep state spying and surveillance scheme contrived from the dystopian novel 1984. Yep, with no exceptions, we all expect all registered nurses, enrolled nurses and midwives to use the best available evidence in making practice decisions. You better keep your mouth shut if you're a nurse or a midwife delivering babies, particularly in Australia, if you know what's good for you. This was said by Dr. Lynn Cusack, chair of the nursing and midwifery. It's, I always wondered, is midwifery anything like skullduggery? I don't know. I've always wondered that in my own head. Sorry, a little, little humor there. Um, midwifery Board of Australia. In an official statement about the new rules, this includes providing information to the public about public health issues. In the event that a nurse or midwife is reported to the NMBA, which is this nursing and midwife board of australia um for potential violations the board says it will respond by conducting an internal investigation into the matter followed by recommendation for recommendation or not for prosecution well you know again they need to be hit with everything they can victoria health minister jill hennesley hennesley a full-fledged vaccine worshiper, of course, supports the new rules, which she hopes will deliver harsh punishments to all vac vaccine skeptics. See, you just, it's getting to the point where you're just a vaccine skeptic. You go to jail, you do tall time. You're in prison forever. Whatever. 
She hopes it will deliver harsh punishments to all the vaccine skeptics in Australia, which she describes as, quote, brain-dead sheep. End of quote. That's how she refers to them. They are an organized movement largely stemming from the United States of America that are hell-bent on misleading parents that vaccinations are unsafe. I mean, this is totally Satan emanating and operating through this demon-possessed witch. You're hearing straight from Satan to your ears. Pretty real. I'd say, I'd say, it's, I'd say this whole thing's getting real, real, real quick. Hennessy's quoted as saying this, that it's danger, it's a dangerous message. And I'm, and one I'm going to continue to fight. Vaccinations save lives, she insists. Vaccinations destroy lives, you devil. And you know it. I bet you know it. And you love it. In addition to health practitioners, the Australian government is going after parents who reportedly risk having their childcare benefits terminated if they refuse to vaccinate their children in accordance with government guidelines. Some parents could be fined for refusing vaccinations for their children. With a daily fee of $14, Australian deducted from their family's tax benefit payments. It's the type of tyranny that truth advocates like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. are trying to ensure never comes to the United States as our own government officials incrementally push for more restrictions on not only vaccine choice, but also vaccine speech. It is a human right to exercise freedom of thought, speech, conscience, and religious belief, writes Barbara Lowe Fisher from the National Vaccine Information Center. But when it comes to vaccination, those basic human freedoms are being taken away in America, one state at a time. And your state could be the next on that list, she warns. To keep up with the latest news about vaccines and harming and killing children be sure to visit vaccineinjurynews.com vaccineinjurynews.com i know um mike adams at natural health has a whole website devoted to that as well and i believe you can get on their email list as well so we have that here's the next one new fetal line from live abortion emerges for vaccine production Due to dwindling capacity for existing aborted fetal cell lines to self-replicate, scientists in China have developed a new aborted fetal line. It's called the Wallvax 2 that will be used for viral vaccine production. The existing aborted fetal cell lines, the MRC5, the WI-38, are currently used in MMR, measles, mumps, rubella, which we just talked about, varicella, uh, Hepatitis A, shingles, some rabies, and some polio vaccines. Now remember, there's 27. Those are just a few that they listed. The Wildvax 2, which is the new one, is taken from the lung tissue of a three-month gestation female who was ultimately selected from among nine aborted babies. The scientists noted the following specific guidelines to mimic the WI38 and MRC-5 uh, cell lines. They further noted that they induce labor of this baby that they aborted using a water bag abortion to shorten the delivery time, wherever a water bag abortion is. They use that so they could kill the baby quicker to shorten the delivery time and prevent the death of the fetus to ensure live intact organs, which were immediately sent to the labs for cell preparation. So they wanted to deliver the baby live. They're admitting this. Okay, so they could harvest the baby's organs while it was living, which is what they do when you sign that vaccine donor card that I've told you about on your driver's license, because they need to make sure you're alive when they're harvesting your organs. And people are having, it's well known that people that nurses have seen this, this the word has gotten out. I did a whole study on this, that when you become an organ donor, you are on the hit list. You go in there and boy, boy, they're not going to do a whole lot to keep you alive. Uh-uh. And when you die, they're going to keep you alive and they're going to start harvesting your organs when you're alive. And they're not going to give you any anesthetic either because it don't matter anyway because you're going to be dead soon enough. So you're going to feel all that agony as they're, as they're doing it live. Well, they did the same thing to this baby. Yeah. Yep, they did the same thing. 
three-month-old uh, little girl, female, who was ultimately selected from nine aborted babies. So, uh, yeah. yeah. They're they're openly admitting it. They, they use the water bag abortion to shorten the delivery time and prevent the death of the fetus to ensure live intact organs, which were immediately sent to the lab for cell preparation. Yeah, that's the sick devil world we live in. For decades, both the pharmaceutical companies and even some ethicists have insisted that abortions to produce cell lines used in vaccinations were not done with that intention. That it was only a couple of abortions from the past and that no further abortions would be needed now or in the future to produce vaccines. This may be the biggest lie ever told to the American public and the world at large, says, says Miss Vindridge. Not only have there been hundreds of abortions directly involved with vaccine research, specifically the perp- for the purpose where they alter, altered abortion methods to obtain intact fetal organs that were alive, but we are now seeing more and more abortions for fetal research and new cell lines emerging for viral vaccine cultivation. While children of God for life have been trying to expose these truths for the past 15 years, those warnings are now now ringing startlingly accurate as evidence with the recent Planned Parenthood videos that have emerged through the central medical process, and there's a link to that, showing how live, fully intact babies have been harvested for abortion fetal research. So they're, they're delivering these babies and harvesting their organs while they're alive. Fully intact. And they're openly admitting to this now. Where's the church? I understand the unplanned planned movie. Problem with that movie is that it was produced by two Catholics and there's no gospel presentation at all. And I guess the street preachers at the beginning, they were showing them that that presented a very bad light on the street preachers so while it's creating a lot of public awareness about the abortion thing which is good and i'm glad about that it doesn't give you any gospel presentation whatsoever nothing and it's almost demonized so you know when you have two catholics that produce it that's what you're going to get so again a little leaven leaven at the whole lump as the bible talks about so this is what we're we're in reference to here and again just to reiterate I've already touched on this before, but I just want to reiterate this. Planned Parenthood aborted babies being used to make 27 different vaccines. Some 27 vaccines, in fact, hundreds of more on the way. Remember, they're trying to vaccinate everybody now yearly. And they bring the vaccine schedules up to 72. I believe it's 72 by the time you're 18 and another 72 after you're 18. Okay, that's their goal. So over 140 and now we're going to have a myriad more cultured off aborted babies because it's very important to Satan to have that all happen to you. Hundreds more on the way contain some form of aborted human fetal tissue, whether it be cellular debris, protein, or DNA. Beyond those vaccines aforementioned, these include polio, shingles, Ebola, HIV, tuberculosis, malaria, influenza, obviously MMR, shingles, um, chickenpox. The net effect is the leftover components of abortions are being ejected directly into children's bodies, just as they have been for several decades. And contrary to popular belief, these cell lines are not immortal, nor do they persist. They must continually be replenished or replaced in order for vaccines to work, which means more aborted babies, in order to obtain the best specimens for a specific time. Plus, you got to deliver them live so you can harvest the organs live. In fact, and there's no anesthetic involved. <clears throat> in fact, sometimes several dozen aborted babies must first be hacked up and test, tested in order to find the right one. Remember, there was nine in this one that they admitted to. Yeah, selected from nine aborted babies. So I, I guess it was the ninth try. I can't imagine how angry God is about this. I really can't. I, I just can't. I just... You know, Mm. it's a sick display of barbarism that's purposely kept from the public eye because if more people knew this was happening, they wouldn't partake 
in any vaccinations. Because the industry relies upon near total compliance with vaccine mandates, this simply wouldn't fly. Hence, you probably wouldn't be hearing about aborted human fetal tissue and vaccines on the nightly news anytime soon. And here, I had a patient, a listener, not a patient, but a listener email me this this week uh, from William. And he said, hey, Dr. Johnson, I'll keep it short. I saw this poll on Facebook and I thought you might find it useful since there's been so much stuff coming out about vaccination recently. I really found this disturbing. And uh, it's, a, it's a poll on Facebook, and it says, do you support mandatory vaccine laws that are being passed in multiple states in the U.S.? Say yes if you're for mandated vaccinations. Say no if you're not. Now, I'm assuming this poll was just somebody up on Facebook, um, Aaron Elizabeth, that was doing this poll. I'm assuming this is real. No, I, no, I checked it. I mean, I checked her Facebook site, and this is legit on her site and 49 percent said yes they're in favor of mandated vaccinations now mandated means ultimately and the end stage of that would mean vaccination at gunpoint that's mandated right or imprisonment gunpoint or imprisonment you know 49 percent of the people on facebook said yes they are whereas 51 percent no i'm not but that's that's heinously alarming. You know what I mean? I mean, that's incomprehensible. Now, I don't know what this means, but she posted below this, this Aaron Elizabeth, and she said, please join me at Health Nut, Health Nut News. It's on Facebook. That's amazing. Over 65% of the people voted in favor of mandatory vaccines by our lovely government while we turned it around now so maybe she took the poll before and 65 percent were in favor and now it's down to 49 percent she's saying she turned around well it needs to be a whole lot more turnaround than that but yeah that would be a good thing and i do think that as a result of hopefully prayer and fasting because only god can open people's eyes and ultimately getting the word out about this, that people are starting to wake up to how wicked and evil these vaccinations are. And hopefully that was the reason that if this, if it was at 65% that voted for mandatory vaccinations, it's down to 49, that's a good, very, very good trend. It's still horrific, but it's, it's, it's moving in the right direction, you know, so that's, that's a good thing. Um, so I'm going to go to the next report here. Okay, so this is from Lisa Haven. This is just uh, about a seven-minute clip. And it's entitled, You're not going to like what I'm about to say, coming to a church near you. So, how has this Chinese-style censorship come to America? Check out this article from ZeroHedge.com. We're all being judged by a secret trustworthiness score. The article goes on to state, nearly everything we buy, how we buy, and where we buy from is secretly fed into AI-powered verification services that help companies guard against credit card and other forms of fraud, according to the Wall Street Journal. It goes on, more than 16,000 signals are analyzed by a service called SIFT, which generates a SIFT score ranging from 1 to 100. The score is used to flag devices, credit cards, and accounts that a vendor may want to block based on a person or entity's overall trustworthiness score, according to a company spokeswoman. Did you catch that? Over 16,000 signals are used to judge whether or not that purchase you made is legit. You see, I have a problem with this because, well, because of a few reasons. First of all, we already have a credit score that analyzes those things. Why not use that? And second, if there is something wrong with our score, there's no way that I can fight it or stand against it, nor am I even privileged to know what my trustworthiness score is. And the third issue that I have with this is where are they getting their information from? Who gave them the right to analyze all this? Are they just searching it on the internet? Or do they have some kind of coordinated agreement with, say, Amazon or Google or Facebook or Twitter or maybe even all of them? But what information are they actually collecting? Take a look at this chart also on ZeroHedge.com, that same article. Is the account new? Are there a lot of digits at the end of your email address? 
Is the transaction coming from an IP address that's unusual? In other words, are you using a VPN? Is the transaction coming from a region where there are a lot of hackers? Is it coming from a certain network? Is the transactioning happening at an odd time of the day? Has the credit card been used for chargebacks? Is the browser different from what you typically use? Is the device different from what you typically use? Is the cadence of the way you typed out your password typical for you? So again, I ask the question, how do they know what is typical for me in the way that I type my password? Who are they getting their information from? Well, the truth is they're monitoring everything you say and do. You don't think communist China is already here in America? It's already here and it's being done under the radar. Want to know another funny fact? About 70% of the organizations or businesses that you apply for your job for look through your social media accounts. They gain access to them to see where you are politically and what kind of person you are. But you see, this isn't social media accounts. They gain access to them to see where you are politically and what kind of person you are. But you see, this isn't the only thing I'm worried about, this trustworthiness score, because there's something that goes even deeper than that. How about an executive order that demands all of your businesses, your churches, your faith-based facilities, as well as your mental health institutions and your doctors to watch and spy and report directly to the government on your dealings? Check it out. Here's an executive order that was filed under former President Obama. The order is called Strategic Implementation Plan for Empowering Local Partners to Prevent Violent Extremism in the USA. It is this executive order that demands that businesses, medical facilities, and churches spy on their people. If you scroll down to page 11 under task 3.1, it states, provide information and resources relevant to violent extremism and intervention to the general public. Studies indicate that family members, friends, or close acquaintances are the most likely to observe activities or behaviors suggesting an individual is being radicalized or has violent intent. Using the latest research, the CVE task force will coordinate the development and dissemination of resources describing possible warning signs as well as steps families and friends can take in the event that they believe someone close to them is becoming recruited or radicalized to violence. The resources will include information for trusted members of local communities whose those family and friends may call upon for guidance and assistance. Under 3.2, it goes on, these teams can be led by a variety of practitioners, including, but not limited to, behavioral and mental health professionals, local law enforcement officials, and faith-based and non-government representatives. This sounds eerily similar to something that happened under Stalin's regime, where he forced his people to turn in, quote, any suspicious behavior. As what, what did we just talk about with the vaccines? I mean, this is what they're, they're, they're starting really with the vaccines, but then you've also have this. So anybody that's out of line, anybody that's out of line in any way that doesn't fully line up with whatever the government mandates are on vaccines, you speak out against 5G, you speak out against the GMOs. That's where this is all heading, where any type of dissent against big brother government is going to be, you know, fines, imprisonment, uh, they're going to ruin your credit, they're going to you know you name it whatever they can get away with they're going to try to do it so we're seeing it right right in our face now result tens of thousands to millions died at the hand of stalin and his tyrannical regime additionally let's not forget what glenn greenwald over at the intercept discovered in 2016 when he reported that the fbi created an entire committee group in order to well spy on the american public and once again turn any suspicious behavior over to the fbi themselves here's the actual letter obtained by the intersect that was addressed to shared responsibility committee members from the fbi the letter starts with, 
we welcome your interest participating in a shared responsibility committee. The FBI uses this term, SRC, to refer to multidisciplinary groups voluntarily formed in local communities that would be uh, at your businesses, your restaurants, uh, your churches, and the like, at the initiative of the group and sometimes with encouragement of the FBI to which the FBI may agree to refer potentially violent extremists for intervention so long as the SRC operates consistently with principles and expectations set out below. In other words, the FBI created an entire group of people to report directly to them in the event that they notice any extreme content. So there you have it. Not only are you being purposely spied on by some of the people within your churches, restaurants, businesses, and healthcare facilities, but in addition to that, you're also being labeled with a trustworthy score that you're not even allowed to see or know what your score is. Talk about communist China here in America. I think it's already here in some way, shape, or form. Anyhow, I'd Okay, so she didn't even mention the clergy response teams that are yoked up with the government that are spying on their congregations. If you don't know about those, just key in clergy response at contendingfortruth.com in the search box. You see all the places I've talked about that. That's a whole other issue that's going on in the 501c3 churches. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's about as satanic and, and as evil as you could possibly imagine. Uh, so that's, I'm going to go ahead and end part two here. And, uh, we will go to part three next, and I think that's the third and final part. So God bless you, and see you in the next part.